What is the deal, everybody? Once again, it is the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap. And today, what we're gonna do? We're gonna recap the first week of free agency. See what see what went down that first week of the free agency frenzy. And also, we're gonna look ahead to see what the Raiders will do this week, and you know what they're gonna do leading up to the draft. So, you know, without further ado, Sammy, play my theme music. Let's get into it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal? Once again, it is the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap. Make sure you are tapping on that like and subscribe button. Even hit on the little notification bell to get updated whenever we drop some of this sick-ass podcast content. So, look, check this out, man. What are we going to do today? We're going to go over free agency first week, you know what I mean? Also, we're going to look ahead to see what the Raiders could do, potentially, you know, going forward in in this offseason here. So, without further ado, man, let's go ahead. Let's get into it. First week of free agency is all wrapped up, all good to go. I mean, everybody has had their thoughts. Everybody has seen the moves the Raiders have made thus far. And and I have to say, man, I have to say on this Monday, looking at it, I give it a C plus, man, C, you know, not not a solid C. And, And I can't go any lower. I can't go any higher because to me, you didn't get better, but you didn't get completely worse either. You know what I mean? You 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 kind of stayed the same. You made some now you made some key signings. You made some key signings. Um, you you signed Jimmy Garoppolo. Of course, we already talked about that. Um, but that's a lateral move, you know, to me. Maybe may we'll see the payoff of it when the season starts and seeing, you know, if he has a better grasp of the McDaniels offense. And if he has a better grasp of the McDaniels offense, the offense could look better because you know that that might have been one of our former quarterbacks, you know, our, our former quarterback's downfall, which is the playbook, the scheme wasn't really fitting to his skill set. So seeing somebody whose skill set it does set, uh, it does, you know, adhere to, we might see something different. So that, that'd be one. You also get Jacoby Myers, who was arguably the best free agent wide receiver on the market. Now you get him for three years, 33 mil. Uh, that's a good move to me. That's a great move to me because basically you replace Mac Hollins with Jacoby Myers. Now, Mac Hollins ended up going to the Falcons last night. Um, so you you basically replaced Jacoby Myers with Mac Hollins. And I believe that most Raider fans, I know I was sitting there saying, uh, another problem outside of Devontae in this offense is nobody else is getting open. You know what I mean? Last year we were we were sitting there and it was kind of a struggle to kind of move the ball. If it wasn't Devontae getting them getting them long chunks down the field, you know what I mean? I don't I don't know what the offense could be because we really had nobody else besides him that can work the intermediates of the field. You know what I mean? Hunter was hurt most of the season. Hunter Renfro was gone most of the season. So you didn't have that route running ability. Now we look at this year. You have three legit receivers who can run precise routes and run every route in the route tree in Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, and Jacoby Myers. So now you have three legit guys who can run every route that is asked. That can probably, you know, Jacoby can play on the outside, but we know Devontae can play wherever the hell he so chooses. So, you know what I mean? That that We have three legit weapons now. Some we didn't have last year. 
Um, you lose Darren Waller. Of course, you lose Darren Waller. But, you know, some could argue that maybe he wasn't the best scheme fit as well. I mean, the talent is undeniable. But at the end of the day, in this offense, it seems like you need to be able to, to catch the ball and run block at the same time. You know what I mean? So we all know that run blocking wasn't really Waller strips. You know what I mean? It wasn't really Waller strips. So you lose that there. Okay. You get better in one area, but then you lose another talented player in one area. Cool. You re-signed Jermaine Illuminor. Now that, that was a big question mark for me because we were going into the season already. I mean, we have Thayer Mumford, but Thayer Mumford, you know, we, we don't know what he is yet. Last year, he showed some flashes, but also he showed some flashes of being inconsistent and at the same time, you know, having trouble with some of these NFL edge defenders in some of these games. You know, it, it was it was present. So we don't we don't fully know what he's going to be right now. You know, he could come into the season and just blow everybody the fuck away. But uh, at the end of the day, you re-sign your, your mainstay tackle from last year in Jermaine Illuminor for only $3 million. Now, I said this on my on my socials, man. I've said this on, on a lot of platforms and even to a lot of other Raider fans. I don't know what the hell Ziegler be saying in these meetings with players or, or what the fuck he be selling them on. But the way he structures these contracts for the Raiders, bro, are very very beneficial some of the some of the best shit i've seen in years all right if, if you really do your research okay you're a casual fan or you're a real diehard raiders fan okay the reason zeke ziegler shows his worth when he you know writes these contracts up bro so do your research and really go look at the the contracts and the money that he's given some of these free agents that really helps the raiders in future years you know what i mean so you get your you get your starting right tackle whose market value was around 12 million you get them for three mil that is a steal okay now one thing i can say and this is why this is the main reason why my free agency grade so far has been a c if you've noticed right everything i have said up to this point has been on the offensive side of the ball you get what i'm saying like okay offense wasn't really the main problem last year now you can i can argue to you you know if we had this same roster the same roster from last year, Darren Waller, you know, Hunter Renfro, and you insert Jimmy G, it might look different. It might look different. But at the end of the day, you know, offense wasn't really the main problem of the Raiders, and everybody knows that offense isn't the main problem of the Raiders, okay? The main problem is the defense. And when you look at the defensive signings that we have made so far, you know, you go Marcus Epps, Starting starting safety, starting safety for the Philadelphia Eagles from last year, played damn near all of the snaps on defense last year. So you're getting somebody that's durable, available, you know what I mean, and, and has a lot of experience and has experience knowing what to do to get to that championship level, okay? You get that. You sign Robert Spillane. Robert Spillane, linebacker from, from the Pittsburgh Steelers, so far was an on and off starter, you know what I mean? Uh, um, but has ceiling. So you have you have ceiling, but you're banking on those two, you're banking on those two to show you good production and development going forward. You that's what you're banking on because they're still fairly young, okay? But those are really your only defensive signings. Now, I don't really count the I don't count the Curtis Bolton and the Roderick Teamer signing because at the end of the day, that those two signers right there are special team signings. So, you know, that's mainly. So 
you're not asking, you're not sitting there expecting things from them defensively. So really, your only two defensive, really mainstays that you signed are Robert Spillane and Marcus Epps. You lost Andrew Billings. Rocky Sin is still in the air. You know what I mean? And the Denzel Perryman is gone. So now you're probably sitting here, you know, what other defensive signings can we do? You know, people are getting snatched up. People are getting scooped up. There have been rumblings that the Raiders are interested in John Johnson, but we don't know if that meeting is being scheduled yet. You know, um, what I, I, I've I've heard no defensive cornerback. I've heard no cornerbacks, you know, being asked to come for meetings. I've really heard no rumblings of D linemen being asked to come to meetings. So what's going on here, right? And I'm not going to be one of those guys, one of those Raider fans on YouTube or one of these Raider fans on socials going the fuck off that what the fuck is Ziegler doing? He's not making signings. He's doing shit, okay? Just people who are saying that are not really understanding the plan right now. Like, the plan is to bank on this coaching staff developing these players. That's the plan. You know what I mean? The plan is that the Raiders are going to bank on this coaching staff developing young talent to being starter quality players. You know what I mean? We've for too long, right? We've we've had too many people starting on this defense that probably would be a second to third stringer on another defense. You know what I mean? Like we are banking on homegrown talent to become mainstays on this defense and on this roster, period. So that's why you sign younger up-and-coming guys like Marcus Epps and Robert Spillane. You know what I mean? You're not really, if you're talking about trading for talent, you're not going to trade for a Stephon Gilmore like the Cowboys did. We're not in that position. We are not in that position just of yet. We have to be patient. And by the way, we have no other choice but to be patient. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we have to. We have to see what this regime got. I mean, if we were patient, when John Gruden came in here and, and traded away Khalil and traded away Amari Cooper, like, bro, we had to sit through that. Y'all remember? We had fucking Jordy Nelson on his last leg, bro. Like, we we were terrible, terrible John Gruden's first couple years. But, you know, unfortunately, it didn't end how most of us wanted it to end, how all of us wanted it to end. But at the end of the day, we saw progress. Did we not? So if we're with and, and, and we saw progress and we were cool with that, even with these terrible ass draft picks, bro, even with these terrible ass draft picks, we still had faith in John Gruden. We really shouldn't have. Maybe we shouldn't have, because at the end of the day, we're in this fucking position defensively because we couldn't draft worth a damn. So, you know, this is where we're at when you don't when you aren't getting your own homegrown talent, when you aren't drafting well. When you're not getting guys that you handpick to come in here and, and be an addition and a complement to whatever you have building, this is this is the position you're in. No defense. We can't rely on free agency signings on defense, you know, on defense to, to save us. It's not going to happen. Not if you're not drafting well. So that's the main, you know, main reason why. I'm sitting here and I'm going to give this regime some patience. And I gave it a C because, you know, you get you get pieces that fit your culture. You get you get pieces that fit your mold. 
on the offensive side, you definitely do it. But on the defensive side, I know that the plan is probably get us a couple of, you know, a couple of guys that are on the up and coming cheap contracts, maybe get you a couple veterans on cheap contracts. But the, the meat of it, the main fucking portion of this will be the draft. That's just what it's going to be. They are banking on this draft. They are banking on this 2023 NFL draft to be the draft that that makes or breaks this job for them. I'm telling you right the fuck now, you can book it, you can date it, bro. This draft is going to either get this regime some more years and let this regime fully fulfill its plan, or this draft is going to get this regime fired. It's one of the two, bro. It is one of the two. And we'll either be rocking with the same guys and making this train roll and hopefully we got sustainable winning shit or we own we own the hunt for another two pair of guys gm head coach that can get it done not that big of a deal happens all the time and if we've been willing to sit here i'm 24 about to be 25 now i've been sitting here for 20 years doing the same goddamn song and dance same song and dance you feel what i'm saying like we for 20 plus years bro we've been Firing head coaches, getting head coaches. I'm sorry, bro. Like I, you know, some of these moves might be head scratching. I will under, I will state, you know, some of them might be. But at the end of the day, bro, I'm gonna let them cook. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Because it can't get no worse. I'm just saying, like, as a Raider fan, bro, it can't get no worse. What are we gonna be? Ass again? Like we're like, if we're ass, we're ass. We've been ass. It's just a fact. We've been terrible, bro. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm about either you win a Super Bowl or you get to a deep playoff run or it's a loss. You feel what I'm saying? Or it's a loss. I don't, I'm not cool with sitting there making the first round of the playoffs and then getting bounced or, oh, uh, you know, we have made the second round, but we keep getting bounced. I don't want to be the fucking Bengals, bro, when they had Andy Dalton. I don't want that shit. Nah, bro. What we going to, I want sustainable winning shit. Every year we can sit there and be like, you know, we got a chance to win a bowl, bro. Got to add some here or there. You know what I mean? Got to add some little pieces here that might fit here that might take us to the to the next level. But can y'all honestly say, even if we went out here and spent big money, even if we went out here and spent big money, how much money will it take to fix this defense? Y'all be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves. And I had to be honest with myself because at first I was, I was going to be one of them Raider fans that got on here and said, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we have to be honest. How many, how much money and how many signings were we away on this defense to really be contenders? Let's be real. Let, uh, you know what I mean? Like our D-line is horrid, terrible, garbage. Worst, one of the worst linebacker rooms in the league. You know, we had too many injuries there. We had undrafted guys playing last year. Corner room, our corner and DB room. Are we close? You feel what I'm saying? We're not close, bro. We're not. We're not. Nate Hobbs has not taken the step yet. You feel what I'm saying? Trayvon, Trayvon Merrick has not taken the step yet. And when I mean the step, like, bro, we've watched Max Crosby become that guy. You feel what I'm saying? It, we've seen it with our own two eyes. Raider fans, we've watched Max Crosby become that guy. Nate Hobbs, Trayvon Merrick, they're not there yet. They're not at that point yet. If them two were at that point, <coughs> you got more to build on. You got more to, you know, we got more to build on. But right now, the only guy that I can say that's at like, yeah, we're at championship level right now is Max Crosby. 
Plain simple. Other than that, uh, like four big name free agency signings aren't going to fix that if you haven't been drafting well. Okay, we know that. So at the end of the day, the future in this team is going to be within the draft. Now, we might go out here within this second week of free agency and spend, you know, cool money on some of these guys. I mean, I hear OJ Howard is in the building, another offensive signing, but OJ Howard is in the building, you know, today. So we'll see what that goes, but we'll see if some more defensive signings come to fruition, man. And but but mark my words, this draft is going to be defensive heavy unless you unless you got a quarterback that falls to you at seven or, or you know, they have a chance to jump up and grab one of them guys. I, I really – I'm at like a 70% chance. This is about to be a defensive guy in that first round, and it better hit. It's got to hit. You see what I'm saying? Because we're banking on it too. That's what we're doing. So – once again, man, this has been another episode of the Sick Podcast. It's been a pleasure talking to y'all. Comment down below, man. Let me know what y'all think about the free agency. Once again, I give it a C just because, you know, it's a C for let's wait and fucking see. Let, you know, we're going to wait and see if these guys pan out in their vision. Because at the end of the day, what they did was replace a whole bunch of guys that weren't their guys and replace them with guys that were. You feel what I'm saying? And, and now we're going to see what the Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler roster really looks like. You know, so it's a C for now. It's a C for now. You didn't get any worse, but you didn't get any better. You know, so let me know what y'all think. Comment down below. Let's holler about it, man. And, and remember, you watching the sickest Raiders podcast on YouTube. And, you know, keep liking, keep subscribing. Sammy, go ahead, play my theme music. I'm going to tap in with y'all next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.